Hey, hey, it's Totally Tori, where no dream is too big, and we inspire you to run after that dream. Totally Tori's Tips to the Top. Hello, hello, it's Totally Tori here. We are back this week with another episode. We will be diving in with an incredible interview. Before we do that, if you have not already hit subscribe, go ahead and do so now. If you could leave us a five-star review, I would love it because that gets us out to more and more people to view this podcast. And if you find value in this week's episode, go ahead and tag me over at Tori Armstrong on Facebook or Totally Tori Armstrong on Instagram. All right, let's dive in. This week, we have an incredible leader, Amanda Ray out of Indiana. She is crushing the business. She is at the top of the leaderboard. She crushes every promo and she's recently worked her tail off to earn a trip to Mexico. So let's hear what she has to say. Hello everybody. Thanks for popping on. Today I have the Amanda Ray. And if you guys know Amanda, you know she has some of the most incredible energy. She is always on fire. She is always building her business. And I would love to be in her mind someday just because she has so many ideas. So today we're going to hear a little bit from Amanda. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to you first, Amanda, if you just want to tell us a little bit about you. Uh, well, I'm Amanda Ray. I'm from a really rural part of North Central Indiana. And um, before I got started with network marketing, I um, was working full-time as a nurse. I have two teenagers. I'm married to the most amazing supportive husband, and I have two dogs. So I feel like I have four kids because I'm obsessed with my dogs. So yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me. Yes. Well, I know how that goes because I have a puppy right now and it takes a lot of work. <laughs> so I guess let us know why, what made you decide to join this and what sparked the interest? Like what was it? So for me, I think one really important thing for people to hear that are in this space that are hoping to grow a team is how did I get started? What well, almost didn't get started at all. I actually said no to the opportunity multiple times. It wasn't until the fourth time um, that the gal I was buying product from came back to me the fourth time saying, you know, you really should do this. This could, you could be great. You can make some extra money. You can get a nice discount that I finally decided to give it a go. And honestly, when I started, I didn't really have any goals or expectations. I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do this and show her that I'm not any good at it. And then she'll leave me alone and stop asking. That's really how it started. It was that simple. Now, obviously that changed over time. So and you were a customer. That is so important because there are so many times in this business where people have customers, they refill orders and they never share the business or they share it one time and they think that's a no forever. And you said four times. So that's like a huge clue right there. Yeah. Uh, how have you noticed yourself uh, grow over the years in this business? And what have you invested in, in yourself to grow? Well, I think kind of the way that I started with that very skeptical um, is kind of a, gives you a picture of my outlook and the way that I was before I started doing this business. So um, we had a pretty good life by all measures. You know, we had we were happy. We had this happy marriage and busy kids chasing them around with sports and stuff like that. But, you know, how has it helped me to grow? It's literally transformed who I am as a person. And so um, I started out as a very like kind of pragmatic, very realistic thinker in my mind. I came from obviously the background in healthcare and I think that's a lot of the way healthcare people are wired. Um, and a lot of times that was very pessimistic as well. Um, but with this business, the more I dove in and once I finally really decided to give it a go, I kept hearing a common theme and that was that I needed to work on my mindset and I needed to work on personal development um, and developing myself into a better version of myself. 
And just like joining in the first place, I was a little um, skeptical of that and stubborn and slow to start with that. But when I finally decided to do that, it helped to shift me and who I am in so many other areas of my life. And instead of being like a half glass empty type of person, um, what emerged on the other side, here we are years later, is someone that I legitimately always believe that things are working out for the best. Um, and not just always the best for me, but the best for everybody and the best for all. And so it was a huge mindset shift and it, it made me a happier person overall in, in just the way that I look at the world. So um, huge growth related to mindset, for sure. I heard something today that they said where your mind is, is where your money is. So the amount of money you're making is where your mindset is too. And they always, we always say it's a, a personal development, you know, it's a, with the comp plan attached to it. So it is truly constantly growing and becoming, and there is no destination because we are always becoming. Uh, do you have three specific habits that this business has helped create inside you, within you? Yeah. I mean, for me, I would say this kind of goes back to some more of the mindset related things. So um, I truly do believe in my heart that the way, what you think you create and the way you talk to yourself has such an influence on the outcome of circumstances, not just for you, but for the people in your life and the people that you want to help. So some of the habits that I've developed, one of the big ones is affirmations. That's really, there's a lot of different things I do in the personal development arena, but affirmations is really big for me. I need to write things down and speak to myself in a really positive way to help me keep me in a, like flowing in the direction that I want to go. Um, and it is crazy how when you really decide to do that, you start to watch, you truly do create what you think. And so that's really been a habit that I have instituted. Another thing too would be like tracking things. So before I was really just kind of a have fun, go by the seat of your pants type of person. And I am still that to an extent, but whether it's in my business or in my personal life or in my fitness and health, I've come to realize that when you track things and write them down, whether it be writing down your goals or tracking how frequently you do something, that makes the things that you want all the more likely to come to fruition. So that's something new that also came about was just like kind of note taking, goal writing out, tracking things, writing things down. I realized I needed to be more intentional um, and that came about as a result of this business. And then the other thing was self-care. So I already told you guys, I have two teenagers, I've got two dogs, I was working full time, I'm obsessed with my husband, all these things. So I was always taking care of everybody else. And one of the other main reasons why I didn't want to do this is I felt like I didn't have any extra time. And I never did things just to pour back into me. But now, um, through this business, I've re realized the importance of that. And so taking that special time out for myself every day, or at least every week, um, to pour back into my cup and do things that make me feel good. Um, is something really proudly that I can now say that I'm deserving of and that is a, is a habit that I always stick to that's brand new thanks to this business. Yes, you cannot pour from an empty glass, that's for sure. So uh, affirmations, tracking, and self-care. Love, all, love, 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 all three of those. So when it gets hard, how do you stay plugged in? What motivates you every day to get up and do the work? Yeah, so, you know, Overall, when I think about my journey over the last four years, it's so good. So it's, you know, it's hard to focus on the bad parts, but I would be lying if I say, said that there wasn't ups and downs. And, um, you know, when I think about the hard times or when things haven't gone as to plan or when maybe people have walked away that I was certain were the ones, um, to me, one thing that's really helped is number one, always staying connected to why I'm doing this in the first place and what I really want as the ultimate outcome. 
Um, and that's not just for me, but that's all the other people that are waiting to hear from me that are, that their dreams will become a reality because I step into what I'm meant to do. Um, and so that's part of it is staying connected to my why that's helped get me through those low points, but also reaching out and like not being afraid to talk through and asking for help. So sometimes that's reaching up to like a mentor or an upline, or sometimes it's sideline friends that are kind of in your current circumstance, or maybe a little bit where you're trying to go. Um, I think those things like just communicating, talking it through, because what happens for me a lot of times, what I'll realize is that, um, it's not, it's not exclusive to me. I'm not the only person that's ever been through this. There's nothing wrong with me. And, um, it just helps them. I feel like to, to talk through things and, and all that. And of course, stay connected to your why. Yeah. And it feels good when you don't have to be in that victim mode and be like, for me, when it's actually other people. And that's so true. You'll find other people going through the exact same scenario and that you can run with. Uh, I think we always learn from the low points and the struggles. That's where we grow. And often we bypass that. We'll have success. And it's like, oh, she's always been successful. And we forget to talk about those struggles. So tell us about a certain, if you have a specific struggle that you went through or a low point in the business. Yeah. So for me, um, thinking back, I had, so this, this one stood out and I was trying to think of low points and there's really one thing that just kept, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna have to talk about this elephant in the room. So I had a leader on my team that was I really, that was, she was incredible. She was just good at everything right from the start. She very quickly became a leadership team and she seemed like she had all the tools necessary to do everything and more. And we worked together every day and I poured so much time and energy into this particular person. And then ultimately what happened was this person decided to quit the business and walk away. And she actually went to a competing network marketing company. And um, when that happened, like I hadn't really had anyone of her caliber walk away yet at that point, let alone walk away, not just from, but to do a different network marketing. So it was really hard for me to wrap my mind around that. But again, what helped me in that time was reaching out and talking to other people because I found out I was not the only one they'd been there before and they were able to give me some really good advice. And what happened as a result of that, which was so beautiful is I was putting so much time and energy into this one individual in this particular line. But what it did was it freed up energy for me to work with other people on my team that were already there that were kind of overlooked and that the amount of volume that this person was bringing to the table was quickly replaced. I mean, like this in the very next month when I focused my energy somewhere else. So that was another lesson too, was where your focus goes, your energy flows, those kind of things. And once I started to put my energy somewhere else, rather than focusing on what I could view as a loss, um, just kind of bless and release with that circumstance and, and put my energy into other people on my team. And it allowed them to start believing in themselves more and having more success. And that can be one of the hardest things is looking at those low points and looking for the lesson. But you know, when you find that lesson, it, this is what it's about and you get to the top or you have the success. And those are the points that you look and you're like, wow, I see the lesson in that. And you really celebrate that. So let's go on the flip side of that. Sometimes people have trouble celebrating benchmarks along the way. Uh, I know I'm one of those. And so I always had to remind myself to celebrate along the way or I want to hit the goal and move quickly to the next one. So tell us about a huge goal, something that just really meant a lot to you. Tell us about that and how you celebrated. So it's so funny you started with saying the things you said, Tori, because I can totally relate to that. And that's kind of where my head went with this. I was like, gosh, I got to think of something that was really big. 
And what's crazy, and this is a big thing too about self-reflecting on the way that you are and just treating yourself with more kindness is there has been so many things over the last four years that deserve huge celebrations from me. But as someone that has such huge goals and is always an overachiever and just goes, 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 a pattern for me was I would hit what other people would be over the moon to have accomplished in their entire career. I would hit these things and make different achievements or number one in this or number one in that. But I never allowed myself to slow down and really celebrate it. It was always like on to the next thing. And so um, more recently, I had a uh, trip, an incentive trip that I was working to earn. And in my mind, it was the first one that I really, really have earned a lot of trips with the company. And of course we celebrated on the trips and had a ton of fun. But in the moment of, of achieving them, I didn't stop and slow down really truly if I look back to celebrate like how hard I worked and what a big deal it was. It was just like, well, of course I did. Okay, what's next? Um, and so this last one was, was a little bit more of a challenge um, more than I had ever faced. And so I made the decision that when that happened and it did, and I was able to earn that trip, that I was going to let myself celebrate. And so I, one big thing for me was like when people congratulate you or praise you, just say thank you and like really truly take it in don't try to like ration it away or make a joke or whatever just take it in and be like thank you you know accept those compliments um and then also too like it's okay to reward yourself with some rest you know i took a couple days where i didn't get up early i took a couple days where i just did things that were fun and um was just really really kind to myself and went intentionally to say like you are a this is a really big deal. Like I, I sat in it and allowed myself to really appreciate how hard I had worked and my team had worked and that it was a big deal. And um, yeah, so that this, this most recent earned trip was a huge one for me, I think just because I let it be. It was a huge deal. I remember celebrating with you and we are going to celebrate Mexico too, but I know, I think it was like three days of the month left still and you had huge goals still to do. and. Uh, most people would look at that mountain and think there's no way, but you tackled it and went head on. It was incredible. Um, tell us about a method that you use to build your team weekly. Like, what, How do you build your team? How do you bring in, whether it's customers or people that you're in conversation with? What is that method? Well, I think that with team building for me, the thing is, is you just have to keep building. So sometimes as you know, you're in this middle level area, you know, it's easy to kind of shift into helping the existing team that you have, which is so important and cultivating that, you know, team atmosphere and the community. Those things are so important and you have to do that. But you also like the part of building a team is you have to always keep building. And so sometimes that's personal recruitment and things where you're personally helping other people to get started and make money. Or maybe it's not necessarily personal, but it's helping other people on your team to do that same thing, to give them those small wins so that it's it's growing. And so I think that's the biggest thing for me is staying connected, of course, and being available, creating that community, but keeping your mind looking at building and always doing things thinking, I'm not gonna settle for where I'm at right now. I want to make this bigger. I, what can I do to help more and more and more people? Um, and so I think that it's really uh, important to think of, think that way, that we're still building, just keep building. That's the most important thing is you should still be building. Don't settle for what you have or just manage what's already there. Um, that's part of it. But the biggest thing is you just gotta, if you wanna build, you gotta keep building. And you said a keyword there, manage. That is something that's like a no, no, we do not wanna do that in this business. 
because the we want our leaders to make decisions. We want them to keep going. And if we manage them, it's like a control. I thought I heard something, I think it was yesterday, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about your business will only grow to the amount that you allow yourself to let go of control. And I was like, that is so true because people just start to become followers. So you're going to have an entire team of followers if you're always telling them what to do. But if we want leaders, they have to be able to step up and make those decisions. So you bring up a really good point that is, we always say, stay on a management mode, just keep building, bring new people. You always should be bringing in new people. Uh, when I hear Amanda Ray, I love your name. When I hear Amanda Ray, I always think leaderboard, leaderboard, leaderboard. She's always like killing it with sales. She has a huge customer base. So if you could give us like top tips on sales, taking care of your customers, like how do you do what you do? Well, I think the thing to, when it comes to sales or customer acquisition or, you know, creating that community of, of people that support your business is one thing that's super duper important is kind of boring, but it's consistency. So one thing Tori mentioned is, you know, I have had the privilege of being on the leaderboard, top in the country, top on the team over and over and over for, for years now, but it didn't start that way. I started as somebody that in the first week, I couldn't even sell a single product, not one. It took me time to build up to that. And what, what ultimately brought about those kind of results was I consistently just kept doing the things. You know, when I'm taught, what are the things that I can do every day to grow and to acquire customers? I kept showing up and I kept doing those things. And so um, that'd be kind of the number one, the consistency, it truly is important. I know it sounds boring, but it's, it's, it's the, it is the like pathway to success. And then the other one I think is like, it's a, it's a combination of creating connections and being authentic to who you are. You know, sometimes it's just going that little extra mile to put your own spin on things, to being a human when you are interacting one-on-one -on -one with your customers. Um, it goes a long way because, you know, depending on where you are in the network marketing space, you know, a lot of things are copy and paste and the content may already be created for you. And that is so incredible. But when you can take it and make some of your own, infuse some of who you are in there and you have greater connections with people, the trust is that much more. Just a little bit goes a long way. And then when the trust is there, you know, a lot of times those customers, it is that much more likely as you make those connections and build that trust that those customers can transition to being some of your best business partners. Yes, so consistency and connection and book oh favorite book sorry I, I think it might I don't know if it's my connection yours I started messing up so favorite book I've got them sitting right here and I was at war over which one I was gonna say so a little shout out to you squared it's an amazing book um, but really for me as far as transformative wise over the last couple years the gap and the gain um, it's by Dan Sullivan and the whole premise of this book is really about how you look at success, how you measure your success. And that was a huge one for me. It's a theme we've kind of talked about in some of the other questions as well. Um, but it's really looking at rather than where am I, like how, how much farther do I have to go to the big end goal and always like measuring it from there, that gap of how much you have left to go, that leaves you feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm like thoughts of I'm not good enough or I'm like, gosh, why is this taking so long? but rather looking at how far you've already come from when you first started, thinking about all the gains you've already made. And so that can apply, of course, in, in the entrepreneurial space and the business where we are um, when it comes to big goals, but it's really, you can apply it in any area of your life. 
Um, and it's all about the way you look at things. And when you, when you change the way you look at them, you can change the whole, your whole reality. So gap in the game for me, it's gotta be number one. Yes. Both of those books are so great. Love them. So I just want to say a huge thank you, Amanda, for sharing all of your tips. Uh, you are an inspiration for so many, and I'm so excited for so many people to hear your story and go through your journey with you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on. Thanks, Tori. It's been fun. Bye. Wow, wow, wow. What amazing advice we got from the Amanda Ray. And I hope you guys got as much as I did. I had my pad and paper. I was writing notes. And so success leaves clue, you guys. So go ahead and make sure that you uh, took those notes down and let's implement them. With that, have an amazing week. I will see you all next week. Bye.